I mean, it's it's got steel rigs right now, but they're they're in the process of of trialing new fangled. There's a place behind them called Coder that builds wood stuff. It says Coder, Coder or Cooter, Coder, Cooter, Cooter, Hell, I, something. Twatter. It's it's Smith. It's Smith and Cooter. <laughs> Smith and Cooter Woodworks. Cooter or Coder? There's Smiths all around that damn place. <laughs> Smith everything. Well, anyway, Smith Cooter. Um, <laughs> In Georgia, she's named Diane. <laughs> but Smith Cooter is building these newfangled ricks and stuff. Me. You think she's going to listen? Gonna well, anyway. Hit record, damn it. I did. I, we are recording, okay? James, are you okay with that? Well, welcome back to BS and Bourbon, James. You want me to like, start? On, you your, the- on your mark. <laughs> I wanted to Get start set. an hour ago. Yeah, but it's 8.30 now. I know. I wanted to start at 7.30. You ain't got to talk He loud. was still eating you, at 7.30. You ain't got to talk loud like we do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the mic's facing you. Yeah. Well, the most important one gets the best, you know. The best Dan- Daniel position. was still eating at 7.30. Well, mm. no, he wasn't even here at 7.30. What time did he get here? About 7.38. And then he was eating. Okay. But now we're recording. So you know what? He's fed. You're fed. I'm fed. Everything's good. I'm fed. You're fed. She's fed. <laughs> hey, That's right. <laughs> if, if you didn't take, if you- he called me at 7.32. I'm on my way. And it took about five more minutes. So 7.38's right. You're wrong. But he's here now. It's all good. It's all good. We're, we're supposed to be like sitting down relaxing drinking. Why are you in a rush? You want to know what my BS is today? No, not really. A damn computer. No, we, we don't want to hear your BS. When today. we're done recording, I'm kicking it out the window. But hey, as long as you go to Sam's Club and buy... No, I'm not oh, buying you shit. I got to talk loud. As long as you go to Sam's Club and buy me a new one, I got to talk loud. I got to get used to that. This episode's going to be a shit show. <laughs> I can tell already. <laughs> Right, there's the big turd. Watch it. His mom jeans are stretching. (laughs) That's right, baby. There's nothing wrong with my mom jeans, okay? (laughs) They look pretty snazzy. (laughs) I was going to say something really mean, but I didn't. I've been calling him a bitch for the last hour. So do you want me to start the show? At least I hey, at least I remember to hit record next this time you were to, here. You may have to lean in further, Bob. I, I, you want me to get out of here? I mean, I don't need to be looking at that. I guess ain't nothing to see. That's why I said move it down there. That's actually but, a good idea. You know, nobody listens to me. It ain't rocket science. I thought you were a calculus major. I'm you can't a math se- major. you can't seem to figure that out. All right. We're pretty what? close to the microphone, so we don't, probably don't have to talk as loud now. Maybe not have to talk as loud, but we're like here close. We're I, all getting corona I didn't from think, one another. I didn't think Bob's going to be able to get that damn close. <laughs> all I know <laughs> is we are not We're not adhering to a six-foot rule. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of BS and Bourbon. We're starting the damn show again? Why are you interrupting my introduction? <laughs> I mean, hell, we started it three times. No, I did not. I have to do the official introduction. Official. Yeah. Oh, we have official introduction. Yeah. Do we have this shit trademarked? Oh, uh, we should. If we don't, then somebody's slacking on their job, James. 
I do everything else, Bob. You never finished your introduction, by the way. I, I know. I got to start all over. You start again. No, you're over not again. starting again. This start, is fine. Start it over. This no, is I, fine. I, no, I need a good. Can we not have a good introduction for a? a, a I'll put show? all three of them in there. You probably will. This will be number four. <laughs> Let's roll. No, you just need to save them for an introduction show. Shit, no. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna play every damn one of them. Oh, he knows I will. Anything to make him look stupid, I'll do it. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of BS and Bourbon. I'm Bob, and as always, I've got James here with me. And as always, he is more than a handful tonight. You can't see what I'm holding up, but I'm holding up four. No, you're right. They cannot four see intros. They can't see what you're holding up because this is an audio podcast, not a video. Well, that's why I said it, but I told him I was holding up four. I'm glad you're so descriptive. But we do have a special guest with us again, Daniel, with Cork and Keg and Brazelton. Back again with us to taste um, some single barrel picks of James Starlight Distillery. And James has got the Starlight. Uh, well, they're not. I mean, they're not picks. They're just stuff I pulled out of barrels. Now, I, I mean, they're single barrels. One. I thought there was only one that wasn't picked. No, well, I mean, of the other ones I tasted, but yeah, none of these are picked. Oh, yeah, all these are oh. all these are open game. No, I thought we were just tasting one that was open game, and the no, other, the other but the two one, were... no, one I think you were going to like the best. Okay. I'm looking forward to tasting this. But in your, I didn't know I was so special, guys. <laughs> you are. You are a special, special guest. Mm. Now, I, did you wear that BS and bourbon shirt all day at work? All day. It smells kind Can't of you smell out. it? Well, you're not as close as I am. <laughs> Here, I'll take it off. And it <laughs> no, I'm good. Y'all wear, y'all wear BS and bourbon stuff at that store as much as you wear cork and keg stuff. When the new shirt's made, this one's starting to get worn out. That's James' department. Well, I can't help when your belly's rubbing against every damn thing. It's everything. It's my shoulders. Mostly. The belly's a whole lot fuzzier than the rest of it. It's got a lot of fuzzies on it. Okay? <laughs> it's, whole, it's time for new shirts. It's time to shave that one. Right. I can't tell whether it's your hair or your damn shirt. Now, you ought to sing this joker at Zeke's Airbnb. I turn around and I heard something. Boom. Boom. I'm like, damn, who's coming up the stairs? All of us are upstairs. Well, here goes Daniel trotting through the hallway. Looked like a damn Sasquatch. Did he have his hands over his nuts at least? No, I saw him. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I got in the shower. I didn't have any soap, so I jumped out of the shower real fast. I ran across the upstairs of the house to Bob's shower where he stayed. I stole a bar of his soap, and then I went running back to my shower, praying that James didn't have his phone out on the video (laughs) by then. I had it out and pointed, but I couldn't couldn't bear to turn my damn eyes. (laughs) The hunt for Sasquatch is over. I mean, it, it looked like he's got no acetal disease. Well, all I saw was back fat or fat back <laughs> and hair. That's all I, mean, I saw. It was a lot. It was. I'm telling you, red. Yeah, Sasquatch. Sasquatch was spotted in North. I mean, in Nashville. So he was spotted. I have an ass like a frog. So the big thing, guys. If you've been following us on Facebook, you know why we were in Nashville. If you haven't been, we went up to Nashville, picked two more barrels of NBC rye. One of which is going to be an exclusive Georgia BS and Bourbon release. So stay tuned for that one. The other one's going to be a little bit more limited release in another group. But we picked a damn good winner. Now, Cork and Keg called in the WRBP to go up to Wild Turkey and pick a Russell Reserve. So what? So now, y'all Tommy, tuned it? No, no, no. Tommy, Tommy picked a real good barrel. No, yeah, no, he no, did. No, no, Tommy no. picked on, a real good barrel. Tommy, Tommy looked at James and said, James, what do you think? I said, I think we go with this one. He says, I trust you. Anyway, that doesn't sound like you're. Well, I, th- I think he might have said, "I agree." I think I agree, or something. Anyway, anyway, guys, he, he it tells, didn't go. The way he tells it is when you tasted that G that y'all picked. He said, "We're done," and he said, "Yep." 
I mean, that's how it went. I mean, I, I'm I'm a, I'm a trendsetter. Well, anyway, so you two guys that didn't go on the pick. So Bob, no pallet Bob, and hard hustling Daniel working at the store. What do y'all think about the Russell Reserve? It's good. It's real good. Y'all done good. It is caramel creme brulee all day long. I told a guy today, you're going to have to fight me for it because I'm drinking it. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, I made a mistake and posted the label, which Bob Bob doesn't like the label. I do like the label. I think I the think label's just, great. I think it's okay. Okay. What what part of it's not, not good? It's just not your best work. What are you talking about? It's a copy of a damn red man tobacco pouch. It's just not your best work. Am I supposed to bedazzle that mofo? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, do, do I need to put some pink glitter on it for you? No. What, what, why what's up? Have to be pink? I don't why know. Could, why could it be green? You ain't man enough to damn like a red man pouch, so you must must why, like why pretty put, pink princess glitter. Why couldn't you put green glitter? You mean put a crown on Jimmy? Hey. No, you are not going to disrespect the legend that way. Put a crown on him. The coronation has him in a crown. Well, the crown won't fit. We're leaving okay. it the way it is because I put it up today, and so far it's kind of blowing up. I mean, the real king of Kentucky has them in a crown and on a scooter. Well, all I gotta say is, if it's good enough for Eddie and Bruce, it's, it's good, good enough, enough for us. us. So now, what? Now, I have not heard an interview. I don't think with Bruce yet, but I, but I've heard Eddie talk. Well, about if him you would bit. listen to your friends at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, they did one in 2017 and they re-released it two weeks ago. Yeah, so it shows, you know, how much you actually pay attention. So I listened to it. Back when I first started listening to him, and I listened to it two weeks ago, and I listened to it on the way up there with Tommy. So, so what do you think, old Bruce? I like Bruce. I think cool. Bruce can hang out with us. So now it's been three years later. Did you ask him any questions? Well, I mean, I talked to him for like an hour and a half while it was pouring down rain and lightning like crazy. You didn't think to bring out your phone? I mean, you'll record any damn thing, but you didn't think to take out your phone, ask him a couple Shit, questions. Shit, I did. I really show? didn't think about that. Well, Diane was recording. Yeah, Diane was recording. You get on her ass. She did a good job. Tell her straighten up. Oh, Bob, guess what? Diane has been on a wild turkey pick and you hadn't. That's true. What do you think about that? I mean, it is what it is. Diane's been on a wild turkey pick, and I haven't. Well, what do you think about that? <laughs> I mean, we're going to the next one, Bob. That's exactly what I think hey, about that. Hey, hey. And you and I and Bruce and Jimmy, Eddie, we're, we're going to go climbing some ricks, and we're going to take some pictures. Well, all I can... And we might actually record something. All I can tell you, and, and I want to, I want somebody... Diane, you're going with them to record their asses crawling in a rick. I don't think their big asses can fit in a rick, let alone crawl in it. I I'm going to prove you wrong. Yeah, shit. Your ass going to get stuck in a damn tub of Vaseline won't get you out. <laughs> I'm going to go climb some damn <laughs> All you hear, hear is this. <laughs> Them slapping Vaseline on his ass trying to get him out of that thing. Oh, my gosh. Right. That's not the mental picture. I want <laughs> they're, like, they're, like, <laughs> Friday night. they're like, hey, we're just going to leave Bob Asian in the damn rig house. We couldn't get him out. <laughs> Like one of them hams, they take it, like one of them Asian hams they put in the rickhouse. Be the biggest damn ham I ever saw. You better get a whole damn truckload of salt to salt that thing. Damn, it's gonna smell like an ocean breeze in that bitch forever. The salt coming off Bob's ass. Damn. Well, anyway, uh, we're drinking Starlight. So I uh, I had the opportunity, thanks to our buddy Steve Beerman, Beerman's Bourbon on Instagram. He he hooked me up with uh, Christian Huber and then also... Uh, James up at Starlight, and I got to go see everything. There's another and, damn James. Yeah, James Woods his name. He didn't. He ain't as cool as me. I don't think he's all right, fella. But he's cool as me. Damn broke the mold. God said perfection. 
So anyway, well, as cool as James Davenport. Uh, me Diana, and James Davenport's on the same level, son. You are not even close to James. Diana's over Davenport. here behind us, shaking her head. Absolutely no, I can uh, see it right now. Hey, hey, James. Uh, there's a picture of James Davenport, Michael Hines sitting on cases of NBC Rye. You, you're not even close to that. Well, James just couldn't get me scheduled in time. That's what it was. Well, let me finish what I'm talking about. And if you interrupt me again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you the real baby back. So anyway, they rolled out the red carpet, Bob. For old James and Tommy and Diane, they rolled it out, man. Did we, Tommy not take his buddy with him? They rolled uh-uh. out the red bath mat. No, he couldn't go. He had to go to work or something. Well, anyway, let me finish my story, Bob, because you keep interrupting, and I'm going to keep saying it until you stop. I mean, if you just tell a damn story. Well, I'm telling it, but you won't shut up. <laughs> so anyway, the damn story yet? give me a knife, Daniel. <laughs> I'm going to quarter his ass up right now. So anyway, they rolled out the red carpet. We got to go in, look at the distillery, the wine cellar, um, all this fancy stuff from old times. Did you ride a train for the kids? No, they had the train wasn't running that day, so it was a Monday. That's a bummer. Yeah, they got they got a whole kids park at that place. They got animals, playgrounds. Got these tunnel looking things you can run through. You're you can't go. You you think you're stuck in a damn rick house? You will get stuck in one of them damn worm tunnels. <laughs> Well, anyway, they got all the other. It's like a. It's almost like a little carnival for the kids. So it's pretty cool. They they take care of their people. Looks like. So we went to the Rick House. I probably tried eighteen different things while I was there. I tried some single barrel stuff. Like I tried some of their normal release stuff. I tried a Prov bottle. I tried to finish this, I finished that, but I I found three that I liked. Well, two that I liked, and then one I said I looked at the barrel and I and I thought, man, if he risked his life to go up there and get that, it must be good. So I said, hey, I want that one at the very top. So they brought it down to me. So we're going to well, taste them. Did they bring it down to you? They well, they they pulled it out of the barrel. They just went up there and drilled a sample. No, well, they, they got bungs. They don't drill them. They got bungs. They removed the bung and put the bung back in. Well, how do they know the bung? I mean, how is the bung always facing up to get? I guess they place them that damn way. They're that's, probably smarter than average that, bear. That's called barrel clockers. That's what their job is to do. When they roll barrels into rickhouses, that's actually their job title is called a barrel clocker. And they know exactly how far that barrel is going to roll down that, 12 that clock. rick. They know exactly where to put it, position well, that barrel. Well, this is a little bit different. Where they rigs. roll it down in there where that bung is at 12 clock position when it stops. See, I didn't know. I, I figured that's well, why they drilled them. Well, this is because they didn't know where the bung would end up. Well, both of you are wrong. Both of you are wrong. This is a smaller distillery. There's not many barrels. They place each one with a forklift, so they just lift it up the right way. Oh, so it's um, well, that's how they. It's it. a small. It's a smaller place. I well, mean, they're, they're growing, but it's smaller. Well, I'm saying that's how they do it when you got actual. Well, warehouses I mean, they may have ricks in. So. so is it a palletized warehouse? I mean, it's it's got steel ricks right now, but they're they're in the process of of trialing new fangled. There's a place behind them called Coder that builds wood stuff. It says Coder 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 Hell, I, something. Water. It's it's Smith. It's Smith and Coder. <laughs> yeah, Smith and Coder Woodworks. Coder or Coder. There's Smiths all around that damn place. <laughs> Smith everything. Well, anyway, Smith Coder. Um, <laughs> In Georgia, she's named Diane. <laughs> but Smith's Cooter is building these newfangled ricks and stuff. You. you think she's going to listen? She gonna kill well, anyway, you. so they, so it, it's small, but they, they move them basically with a forklift right now. Well, it sounds like one of them, because they've talked about palletized warehouses before. Well, it might be considered that. I don't know. What, I, don't, I didn't ask. I didn't really care. I just wanted to taste what was in the barrels. So that's what I did. So I brought us back three samples. Now, now are these your favorite three? Of the ones I tried, yeah. I tried a lot of stuff, and all I know is there's a lot of groups out there that have no palate. Well, I'm just going to tell you. 
So is this like 16, 17, 18? Like you, you got warmed up and this was. No, I mean, some of it, I mean, it was, I mean, of the yeah. day, it was probably in the 20s. Daniel. Because I went all, to Wild Turkey first. Now shit is all your fault, Daniel. Well, how about go to number one? I regret everything I've ever done. Go to number one. Life to this point. Number one. Number, yeah, let's get to show and row. Number go to one. number one. Right, number one. Ooh. Now remember, this is four-year-old juice. Mm-hmm. Mm, a lot of vanilla. Yep. Now I know what these are. I placed them, so it's really not blind for me. But that neither one of these yahoos have tasted anything. Almost so. smells like a root beer float on the nose. Mm, I could see that. Yeah, that little bit of that little bit of licorice. I smell. Yeah. yeah. All, all of us have tasted a lot of four-year-old bourbon. Slight spice. It's like a little bit of spice. Sweet. It's got vanilla. It's got a good little hug going down. I like yeah, that little a good hug. It's got a little bit of burn to it. So. All around, really nice drinking stuff for good. your product. Yeah. Really is, yeah. Um, yeah. Now put in now price point thirty five bucks all day long. Okay, thirty five bucks all day long. That's pretty good for thirty five bucks. Bob, you'll move on to o, o numero uno two. Yeah, o, numero uno. Yeah, two o. Yeah, two. Uh, number one was okay. Um, I think it's just a little too sweet for me on number one. Well, I mean, we figured you'd like a little sugar in your pants. Yeah. Go man, with all that for salt. The, for the man that's got to have dessert three times a day, that's too sweet. For <laughs> yeah, you. yeah. And a damn. Now, number two has got a little more oaky on the nose. Is that what I'm smelling? A little bit of oak caramel flavor. I kind of get. Nose. I kind of get that same root beer float. You just got root beer float on the. You've been to Arby's lately? No. Is that what you've been doing? No, it's just what I'm picking up off of it. I get the same root beer float with a slice of banana. I get a little bit of banana on that. A little bit more rye for it on the palate. A little bit more spice behind it on the palate than I was expecting. As the nose kind of seems like it's a little bit sweeter, but then it's a little bit spicier once it hits your tongue. I get... um, That's good, though. I like... like, So far, I like number two better than number one. That's pretty tasty. I like it. I don't like the initial punch of number two, but I I like the finish better. It actually has a little bit of a... It actually has a little bit of a hint of coffee on the nose now. Like, I think on that first palate, it tastes to me like burnt spice. And that's really what I get is... A little bit, a little bit more cinnamon, a little bit more coffee on the nose now to me. But the finish is better. I like the finish better. The finish is great. It's it's nice and silk, really. Yeah, is. yeah, very good finish. Silk, a little oily, perfect. I mean, that's typically what what you lack in a four year bourbon is a finish. Yeah, and it's 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 definitely got a good finish. All right, number number trace number three. Let's taste the Dale Earnhardt. All right, now, hold on a second now. That right there is Trez Leche's cake right there. I don't need as much dessert as you, Bob. I don't think I've ever had Trey Leche. You've never had Trey Leche's cake? I don't cake? think I've ever had Trey oh, Leche. You need to. The taste is not I just there. like a good chocolate chip cookie or a brownie. The taste, I mean, the palate's not there. But the smell, it smells like three milk cake. Because it's not like super sweet, overbearing. It doesn't have that like super crazy vanilla like the first one had. Hang on a second. I got to smell my stinky BS and bourbon shirt. Tank. I was about to say, you're so going to smell BO to smell a bourbon? It's not BO. I still smell like Old Spice. Well, he smells your BS all the damn time. Tia's, Three's not the one. Tia's got a little tingle on the nose when you smell it, too. It's a little strong on Three's the not the one. Lacks in finish and palate. It's not there. It's not like the first two. It's real soft on the palate. Real soft. A little sweet. A little velvet. Finish it's is like not a, like number two. It feels like ultra suede. Oh, now, hold on. Come, yeah, come, back, little, and, come little, back and taste it again. And it's a little bit spicy on the finish. It's not hot, alcohol hot. It's not a rough finish. But it's just got a little bit of spice that comes back and tickles you on the sides of your tongues at the end of it. I'll explain to you why in a minute. You know what this one needs? It needs a Luxardo cherry and a couple of dashes of bitters. And I bet you that'd be a good old fashioned. We're not buying for old fashioned mixers. I'm just saying. We're 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 picking out the best barrel. Well, that's not the best one. No, it's not. Number two's the best. Number two's the best. <sighs> I do like number two the best. Number maybe, two's the best. You think maybe a little more time in the barrel would? Another, another year's number three is the best. I'll tell you that right now. No, that number three is good. 
It's got a little bit of spice to it. That spice it isn't going to go away. The barrel, it's it's going to be pretty good. No. I'm telling you, boys. Now, are these full 53-gallon barrels or 55-gallon mm-hmm. barrels? I mean, whatever Angel Sherry is. I mean, whatever is evaporated. But they're yeah. not using, like, quarter Mm-mm. casks or anything no. like that. Only on their finished stuff will they use the bigger, what, 100-gallon? The hockhead. But that's usually only for wine finish and port finish. Yeah. That's what they're finishing in when they do their port or sherry or whatever other shit they're doing. Oh. Yeah, they do all kinds do like of finishes. A, they're not doing, like, a Cabernet or a rum. I mean, they, they, they may. They, they distilled some rum. There's some rum sitting there that they distilled, but... I mean, I, I, I didn't get that far into it as far as all I saw was sherry and, and other stuff, port. All right, well, I'm getting all antsy in my pantsy. What do we drink, James? All right, well, go get me them bottles since you're able to get over there. All right. You know what I'm getting almost on number two That was number two one, after, right? Yeah. I have no idea. That's number one. After number two's opened up, I'm getting like a little bit of like smoky campfire. I'm I don't getting, know. I drink all of mine. I'm getting caramel and, and uh, like a marshmallow almost. Vanilla. That's what I'm getting. It, it opened up nicely. Number two opened up nicely. I wonder with a couple of drops of water, what would happen on the front end of that pallet. Mm. All right, so I don't have proofs or anything, but uh, the first one, which was um, I think was number two for everybody, right? Yeah. Okay. It is a uh, four-grain bourbon, four years old. So it's corn, barley, malted barley. I think the rye is just plain. I don't think it's malted rye, but also wheat. So that's where the sweet's coming from on that one. Now, taste number two with a little water <laughs> on it. All right, so the barrel for the first sample, which is the four-grain bourbon, is a ISC barrel, American Oak Char Number 3. And then what they do different than, and it's not, and some of it, it's it's noted, but they they, uh, toast their barrel heads on some of them. Some of them it's noted, some of them it's not. So the the tasting notes on the side of the barrel as of 728 were soft and sweet. I think for number two, it's going to... uh, I think I liked it better before the water. So I think the water on number two took that burnt spice that I was tasting up front and pushed the spice throughout the entire palate range. All right. So barrel, the second sample was the one I thought was going to be, after nosing it, was going to be the winner. And it's uh, the Master Maker's Caramel. And it is a Kelvin Cooperage char number three barrel. And I think on this one, the heads were toasted. So on a normal barrel... They're not toast. They're not charred. They're not toasted. They're usually, just raw. Usually they no. are. Usually they are. They're all, they're, I mean, they're all charred. Yeah, usually they, like in what? All no of them are charred. Usually so they char and then toast. No, they toast before the char. Okay, but not the barrel, just the heads. Here now at Chattanooga, it was a toast on the whole barrel, right? Then charred. Okay. So and on the third sample, typically what I've what I've come to know about barrels is whether you have a number one, two, three, or four char. On your staves, typically your head and your foot of your barrel is a number one char. So no on what? It's usually a number one char. But not toasted. Not toasted. So for the third sample, it's another Kelvin Cooperage, and it is a number one char. Never seen one. So that's why it's so light. Well, that's why it's light, but I think also it helps with that spice because it is a three grain. The last two are three grain, so there's no weed in the last two to help with that sweetness. That I think the rye content's higher also. So you got the char number one. And it not really giving it that bourbon flavor. But where was it at the Rick House? It's it's moved. I don't know. It was all it was there for people to try. So I don't I can't get I can't answer that question. So which one was the highest in rye? Second one? Or uh third? the third one. Third one? Third one's the highest in Which rye. one did he climb all the way up the Rick House to get? This one, number two. So that's why it's spicy, because it was high up in the it Rick was, House. No, but it's been moved. It's, it's not been always moved, yeah. been there. So we don't know that. We that we could ask that when we're there if we go there. Well, but what's funny is Number three, even though it was your least favorite, James, I think it drank 
on par with the other two, definitely. And mainly probably because it has more rye in it than the others do. It's typically when I mean, but everything you know. starts reacting with the sugars on the barrels and the char and everything, rye tends to react the fastest. But, you know, we're just going off number one right now. Not yeah. what it could be in the future. Yeah. Um, At $35, I, mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't shy away from one or two. But number three, it's not really my thing. But you have to remember, I mean, you even saw one barrel there that had a note on it, don't touch for five years. I mean, that was somebody bought it. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean. You know, it's possible, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, we just have to talk about that. But so the, the cool, the funny thing, well, not funny, but I mean, maybe kind of cool. They, they, they play around with different entry proofs. They play around with different recipes. There's one that I tasted the other day, and it tasted just straight chocolate. It was just a mixture of what they had left as far as rye or corn. So there's no telling what it is. I mean, they know, but they didn't know off the top of their head. But then they, they play with different entry proofs. They have 12 different cooperages, so 12 different barrel sources, up upwards of four different chars, and then whether they toast the heads or not. So they're doing a lot of experimental stuff. Similar yeah, to keeping good note, yeah, keeping good notes. You know, I'm not going to lie to you. Everything I tasted wasn't good. Well, everything that I've had at Chattanooga wasn't good. Yeah, I mean, everything I've had, it, I mean, you know, we took larceny samples, what, two weeks ago? Had nothing against the two of them. Everything well, no, we, one of them wasn't every, good. Not everything <laughs> Not everything that we had at Four Roses when we picked our barrel this year was good. Yeah, number one is losing its nose compared to number two is gaining more caramel for me. Yeah. Number three is getting a little bit better, but the taste is not going to change that much. No, I think in your, it's not because it was sitting in a number one char barrel. It has a little bit of effect. A little bit. Not a ton. It's probably going to be lighter in color. Mm-hmm. It's going to be lighter in color. It's probably going to be softer on the finish, probably, it's which it take, is. But it's going to take longer to age. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it will. So putting that thing up at the top of the rickhouse would be do wonders for it, probably. So these three are the ones that, well, the well, the one I didn't taste, but I just took a hunch and said, let's try it. Overall, if you go through there and you make your way through some barrels, you're going to find a good one. And for the price, you can't beat it. I mean, I would drink this, no offense to anybody, every day over Elijah Craig. Hey, yeah, because mm. you got to compare the price point. That, I would drink this over Ezra Brooks. Yeah. I don't know. I like Elijah Craig. I mean, you, you, you do. I mean, that's, I mean... Heaven Hill has a certain taste to me. Now, are Elijah Craig's good? Yeah, but I'm just saying I would drink number two over Elijah Craig any day. You gave me the choice. Maybe on Sunday I'd, I'd drink Elijah Craig just because he's a damn preacher. But see, I, I'm comparing it to a similar proof. Now, if you could buy Elijah Craig at $35, barrel proof, different story. Absolutely. But the Ezra Brooks is 107 I think these are ranging barrel proof anywhere between 105 and 118 Okay. Roughly. So, I mean, I really don't know what the proof is. They didn't have it. We oh, pulled it straight out of the barrel. All in all, though, they're very solid. They're good. Yeah. They really are. They're good. I liked them. I wasn't going to bring any junk back. Number one, the one thing I don't like about number one, it's, it's the one thing that I find in a lot of weeded young bourbons is I just get a lot of artificial vanilla. Now, just remember, it's not it's not truly a weeded bourbon. It's just a four-grain bourbon. It's not a predominantly wheat. Right. The wheat does, I think, put a little bit of sweetness in there at this age, which is rare for some things at this age. Rebel Yell, straight trash at five years old or whatever it is. Well, we don't know that for sure. We haven't tasted Oh, everyone I've tasted tastes like trash. I've only had one of them. I have I've tasted two. I can't make a judgment off of one of them. Oh, I can. I'm a very judgmental person. We know. Very. (laughs) Very. You frigged me once. You don't get to frig me again. Mm. Well, I guess my wife does. What if we buy you dinner? No. You frig me once, you don't get to frig me again. It's a good dinner. Nope. You ain't going to frig me again. Is it like frig me once, shame on you? Frig me twice, shame on me? No, frig me once, frig you. So you get frig, you're going to go frigging? No, I'm just saying frig you. See, we're keeping it PG. 
Uh, we're keeping something. <laughs> but, I mean, like you said, all in all, 35 bucks, good stuff. 35 bucks, barrel strength, good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, solid. Very solid. Um, did you get to try any of the finished? Uh, you know me, and I don't like finished. I did try some. I tried a... Um, I tried the uh, damn the bourbon charity one, Osolero finish wasn't my thing. Oh, sherry finish, okay. Osolero's not sherry because they have sherry finish too. No, that uh, isn't Osolero sherry. Yeah, whatever Oloroso. whatever the the bourbon charity was, I, I I wasn't a fan. I tried a sherry finish, I wasn't a fan. Um, they have actually some coffee finish ones. They 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 were just put in the barrel, so I didn't try those. Um, how, was, how do you do a coffee finish? Don't ask me. I ain't no distiller. I mean, do they take like a barrel and age coffee beans in it? I don't know. And then kind of what, like what a barrel house coffee does up in? I guess Brasstown Bald. I don't know. You'd have to ask. Like I don't want to do. I mean, you know, some of those weird ass finishes you might like because you know. I, I like a port finished rod. They do port. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't try a, a port. But I, I, I'm not a fan of port finished bourbon because I, I really don't like Angel's Envy. Yeah, I mean, now they're they're batches. Um, the ones that I tried, I, I wasn't really a fan. But it's young whiskey, you know. Prov's bottle, I tried, I liked it, and then the the one three seven five I had of a single barrel rise, pretty good. So, I mean, it's something to look at. Where's the three seven five of the single barrel rise? Uh, wherever Daniel put it. I think you need to run. Uh, let's try that. Get it, Daniel. Where'd you put? Let, it? Let's try a rye. All right. Where's the empty glass? I mean, it's definitely not a the George bottle, or I put it almost. You got an empty, James? No, I'm good. I don't need to try it again. I put it. <sighs> I don't even put it in the same wheelhouse as Chattanooga whiskey because Chattanooga whiskey's got that caramel stuff in it. I'm really looking forward to the Chattanooga. Don't say rye caramel stuff because people are going to think they add caramel. Caramel malted rye and caramel malted barley. Right. No, no, no. I mean, but somebody might listen to this and say, "Oh shit, they add caramel to their rye." I don't. I don't want them to think that. Damn, Daniel, you spilt it all over my arm. God, he gave me a good old pour, didn't he? Mm-hmm. I always give a good pour. Yeah, out of out of my bottle. What's wrong with you? Now, I get a lot of, of malt. That's what I'm supposed to out of other people's bottles. <laughs> I get a lot of malt on this one. It has a little bit of a popcorn smell to it. That toastiness. I got like oats. I, can, I smell kind of like oats. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that toasted, yeah. Malt's going away just a little bit now that I'm swirling it. So that bottle was uh, $29, that 375 Now, that 35 bucks is that a 375 or a 750 750 Okay. So what they do is they give a discount to groups. Uh, twenty five percent, I think. I mean, I mean, we're talking. Their bottle is expensive. Their bottle that they put it in, it's very nicely made. It's just, it's not a bigger version of that. It's a bigger version, but it's, it's kind of got, it's got starlight and I think a star on the bottle up top. I mean, it's a nice, it's a, it's a pretty beautiful bottle. That's delightful on the palate. Great flavor, great spice, a little bit of sweet, a little bit of caramel around it, and it's got a nice little hug on it. I like that. That's good. I really do like that's that. That's better than the bourbons we tried right there. That's really good. I don't see that. Uh, that's better than the bourbons we tried. Hey, you're not a, you're not a huge fan of rye though. No, I got good rye. You know why he doesn't that's like really it? Good. Is because it's a spicy rye. Yeah, I don't like the spice. Yeah. He doesn't like. We're real picking spice. a bourbon, by the way. Picking a bourbon. Rye's a little bit more expensive. I don't. They didn't quote me a price. Yeah, but what if we were able to find you a softer, sweeter rye? I want. That's I want. It. I want that right there. That is a softer, sweeter rye. That's tasty. I want that. Mm. I like that. That's really good. I want that. It's very balanced for a rye. There's so many more ryes that are very, very spice forward and stuff like that. This one's got a nice sweetness around it. I, I mean, mean, this is just a well-rounded drinking whiskey, period. I mean, my rye I mean, is a George bottle. I guarantee you, 90% of people out there, you pour this for them, you put it in front of them, they can't tell you it's a rye. 
I find it funny that high rye bourbons are sometimes spicier than some ryes, like George Bottle. Oh, they are. Yes, they, um, are. they are. Chattanooga whiskey's rye. It's it's funny how that works. But I've had plenty of high rye four roses mm-hmm. that's spicier than this. Well, it was like when we were at Bullet earlier this year, guys. Remember those uh, B barrels that are their higher rye mash bills were drinking less spicy than their lower rye mash bill barrels. It's just how Remember that corn. That? It's just how that corn gets in there and messes with it. Yep, how those sugars react in the barrel, as it, or how those grains react in the barrel. I almost, I think, I, I have found you throw that sucker up in the, in the top of that warehouse. I don't care if it's a hundred, uh, a high weeder like the Rebel Yell, or if it's a high rye. I think if it's up top in that rick house, it's going to be spi- It's going to be hot and spicy. Typically, yes. I typically like. I tend to. I tend to like stuff that's lower in the warehouse, mid to lower in the warehouse. That's usually me too. If we go up there, I want to pick a bourbon. I think, I think there's one thing that we haven't mentioned yet that plays a huge factor in how well a bourbon can drink or a whiskey can drink, period. It's not the grain. It's not the barrel. It's not the mash bill. It kind of co- coincides with height in the warehouse that it is. I think humidity is probably one of the biggest things that plays a factor in how nice a, a, a whiskey can drink. So another thing about them is they use different types of corn. So they may use a bloody butcher corn. Remember that? They also they also may use they have this blue corn that they use. I've had blue corn before. Yeah, and then is that they, the corn they use to make the blue tortilla chips? Yeah, it may, exactly. shit, it may be. I like that stuff. Yeah. What about them green tortilla chips? I like blue chips. tortilla chips. Uh-huh. You know, it's just dye, right? Well, it may Don't have. tell me that. I like blue chi- okay. blue tortilla chips. Right. Well, anyway, he likes the red ones too. But they're organic too. So right. I mean, th- there's a lot of different things in it. That's why if you're a picker, you can go in there and find a top notch barrel. This was just what was here. What was there? For me to choose from. If we go up there and we, we're like, we want to we want to try. We want to find it. I think you can knock a home run. Now, some of the other groups that were there, I think they just wanted to get it. All they cared about was putting a sticker and a wax on it. Because, I mean, these these were just there and people have passed up on them. I think you're missing the boat if you're going to pass up on a ride like this. Absolutely. I agree, too. Can you imagine what this would taste and, like in a rum finish? And see, me as a retailer, too, there's so many retailers out there that they're looking at the dollar signs. They're looking at how quick they can sell a barrel. They're looking at how quick they can get money back in their pocket and stuff like that. And I've never had that mentality of picking barrels and of whiskey and stuff like that. I've always had the picking, the picking mentality of, all right, what's going to drink the best? What is everybody going to like the best? That's always been my my thought process and, and my philosophy when picking barrels. Y'all crackheads missed the boat. Um, that master think, makers is it. Piss on the dogs and call in the fire. Well, well, everybody, I appreciate you joining us for this little tour of Starlight. It sounds like we will be picking a barrel, so stay tuned for that. James, where, where can they find us tonight? At your house. What about when it's not tonight? Well, you mean what you about, said tonight. What about the interwebs? Um, they can find Bob on stuckinarickhouse.com. <laughs> And also, he his title sponsor Vaseline. dot <laughs> com. Okay, um, I guess we can't say that, can we? We're going to say the Dollar General brand of Vaseline, just to be safe. Petroleum jelly. Yes, he is sponsored by Vicks. <laughs> <laughs> Vicks. <laughs> but you can find us on the Facebook, the Instagram, the TikTok, Apple Podcast. Sorry for y'all that didn't get to listen to the last episode. Some dickhead made me delete it. Uh-huh. Said I invaded his privacy. All right, so y'all have a good, wonderful, whatever you're listening to, a morning, midday, afternoon break. If you can listen to this entire show on your commute to work, I feel sorry for you. Because this was a long one. No. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)